Welcome to the first to last podcast. I'm Daddy. And I'm Cookie. And we have another great show lined up for you. But first, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. And here we go. So we today, this week, we have Brendan. How are you doing, Brendan? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. A little outside my comfort zone, but I'll give it a shot. Hey, man. Coronavirus. We're all outside of our comfort zone. That's well, actually, true. we're inside. Yeah, we're all inside. <laughs> Stuck inside our comfort zones. Yes. Uh, so, hello, Brendamit. Oh, by the way, can I call you Brendamit? Absolutely. Oh, good. Thank you. Really appreciate that. So seeing <laughs> as you're the proud and fortunate owner of Christian McCaffrey, how do you feel about the current situation in Carolina? Are you worried about Bridgewater coming in, or do you think he's going to be a, a positive gain for, for CMC? Honestly, I mean, Newton only played how many games last year? And, like, I have, McCaffrey got better as the year went on with freaking Kyle Allen under center. Freaking so. Kyle Allen. I mean, you put you put new, uh, Bridgewater under there, and I mean, he's 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 better than Kyle Allen. So you, I got I got I got faith. I got faith that he'll be fine. Yeah, especially I tend to agree. bottom of the first round that I'll get him with the keeper. Mm-hmm. So you are keeping him again this year? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I have to. I mean, he's probably projected to be the the number one player again, and getting mm-hmm. him basically nine spots below where he'll go is a little hard to pass on for a player of that caliber. Right, because you finished pretty pretty high uh high last year, so you we won't be doing snake draft anymore, right? It's just uh, we'll do snake finish. draft, but um I, the first round will be based on our uh well our yeah that's on yeah so order. I'll be I'll be eleventh. Uh, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous getting CFC the eleventh uh, <laughs> pick. Hey, it's 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 better than me getting him third round last year. <sighs> yeah, that was ridiculous. That was yeah. that was the one I was most jealous about. When I was looking at the board, I was like, "Damn, that's such good value!" Like, you mm-hmm. have the you have an easy top five pick in the third round. You had yeah, someone else ridiculous too with the second pick, right? Um, most recent year, I had a take with my second pick. Um, I busted my first pick. I went uh, so I my I I had the back to back picks at the end of the first round purposefully went with a guy that I actually didn't like as much first, just in case I was going to keep Tyreek with the second round mm-hmm. pick. But I went OBJ with the first pick, and it was just a humongous bust. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. He did not but have is, a good year. <laughs> is this the year? Is this his where, where? year to come back? OBJ? OBJ? Uh, I, I don't know, man. Um, I, I, there's there's a lot of, lot of crap going on in Cleveland. I, I don't know if I if I have faith in anyone on that team other than Chubb. Ah, Chubb's so good. <laughs> I'll tell you um, what, though. I mean, they have a stacked offense. I mean, they got Landry, OBJ, Austin Hooper, David Njoku, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. I mean, I don't know if Baker Mayfield can't win with that. I don't know what he's going to win with. Yeah. And they just beat up their O-line. They picked up yeah, um, that got Conklin, I think, from the Titans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right so, tackle. That, uh, I I agree. If he can't get it done this year, um, I don't know. I, I mean, you could always – there's always that thing with the team, right? You can always blame it on the head coach. This year he's got uh, Stefanski, right? So that's the, probably more of yeah. a uh, running back heavy attack. But that should help Baker even yeah, still, so. right? It pressures yeah. off of him. He doesn't have to put the team on his back. He doesn't have to, um, you know, throw – 60 passes a game to win the game. They can rely on Chubb's legs. 
And I mean, so. he showed that he showed he could do well his rookie year. He threw, I think, he what tied the the rookie record for touchdown passes two years ago. So he, he did. He did. He I showed it and absolute something. bullshit on. Um, I, I'm going to have a little rant here as uh, go for it. Privilege of, as host. That is such <laughs> bullshit that Baker Mayfield has the rookie touchdown record <laughs> when Pat Mahomes threw 50 touchdowns his actual rookie year, full season. Right. That's, I, that's a, I think that's a fair yeah. point. Like, um, it's, uh, I think for the NFL, for basically every sport, if there, it needs to be like baseball, uh, a little bit in regards to playing time. Like, if you if you accrue mm-hmm. one game of playing time, one sixteenth of the season, what is what is uh what is that like freaking eight percent, six percent of the game? Yeah, it's eight, ridiculous. You should, you should be a rookie the next year. It doesn't make um, any I, sense. I think I he think played maybe, a total of four games his rookie year. Maybe make you ineligible for like certain awards or something like that, so that like you're not competing with uh, an act like a true a true rookie for like rookie of the year or something like that. But but yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But yeah, sorry, rant over. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so. He, it depends, right? Like back to OBJ, what what round does he become a value? What what round does he become worth the risk of him breaking again? I mean, because he's getting the targets. I would say, I would me personally, I'd take him maybe three or four, third or fourth round. Um, but yeah. I, I I couldn't take it. I wouldn't take him first or second, even if that was his ADP. I wouldn't take him that high. Yeah. What do you think, Daddy? Where are you taking him? Who is this again? Sorry. OBJ. OBJ. <laughs> OBJ? Yeah. No, I would stay completely away from him. I'm. That's like one guy. I'm just not gonna. Maybe things can change, and he already and he already has that one year under under his belt with Baker, and mm-hmm. sometimes that's something that they're just not on the right page. But I mean, Baker overthrew him a lot last year, but there are times where they were clicking, but. I don't know. It's still the Browns, so I'm not sold. I usually stay away from them in fantasy because, I mean, I've drafted, like, Andrew Hawkins, like, all these people that were supposed to be good, uh, like Montario Hardesty back in the day. He had such a promise. <laughs> Montario Hardesty was this running back. They're like, oh, this dude's going to take over the Cleveland backfield. Dude never became anything. And I drafted him, and I was like, oh, well, great. <laughs> what a damn shame with that rookie. last name. Yeah, I know. He has a sick name. That's one of my favorite names in sports. <laughs> I think OBJ's biggest holdback last year was he, I, I, he He must have only scored like three touchdowns on the year. I know it was ridiculously mm. low. I th- I'm pretty sure it was under five. Um, like, but like, so uh, even Julio's had that trouble before where he's had years where he went for 1,600 yards, but he scored two touchdowns. And um, yeah. in our yeah. league, uh, since there's no bonus points for getting like 100 yards or 125 yards, those touchdowns mean a lot more. Um, than like my, yeah. like I have other personal, I have a work league where you get bonus points for like 40 plus yard catches, um, for getting so many, uh, yards and you get like, so hundred, 125, 150, and you get all these points stacking up and you don't get that in our league, which is fine. I actually prefer our league scoring. It's more straightforward, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I played you can a couple leagues. follow like it. Mm-hmm. You have to like go back to the tape and you know, it's weird. And I, I agree. I like the way we do it. One of the things I've been asking everybody is what's a position that you like to target when you're drafting uh, to get a lot of depth at? Is it 
running back, wide receiver, tight end? Do you like to even stack defenses? I know some people will rock three defenses. Um, sometimes I like to have two. Uh, what's your strategy going into the draft about getting depth at certain positions? Um, so I know uh, the, the default answer that uh, I know Alex gave as well was uh, when he was on the other episode uh, was running backs, which I, obviously you can't disagree with. Uh, my strategy typically changes on the fly. Um, my draft prep usually happens like day of a few hours beforehand. Um, mm. And then just based on how mm. things go in the first few rounds. Um, typically, I actually don't go for a lot of depth at running back. I go for two or three high picks. Uh, and just if I need to stream a guy, I stream a guy. Um, I, I'd rather I'd rather have depth at wideout where um, a matchup in today's NFL where if you get a guy, even a top flight guy going up against a Stefan Gilmore, you almost have to bench him. Um, yeah, I, I'd rather I, yeah. I typically go for depth more at wideout and then try to stay top heavy at uh, running back. Hmm. Well, just to piggyback on that, um, speaking of draft strategy in the later rounds, are you typically looking for the spicy could explode, you know, pick or stability, or are you looking for handcuffs? I am uh, a little bit of handcuffs, but I'm mostly going for spicy. Um, my, nice. I think it was, I think it was the first time in the first year in this, uh, not this iteration of the league, because um, uh, it was, it was called a few names before it eventually became Turtlehead. Um, but it was, it was one of the first oh. years. It was, I think it was 2011, Aaron Rodgers MVP year. I had, a, I had a Rod leading me every single week. Top scorer every week, 45 touchdowns and like four picks on the year. But I also had Cam Newton his rookie year, who was the number mm. two scorer throughout the entire year. I took him with the very last pick in the draft. Uh, and uh, lo and behold, I traded him to Matt mid-year because I wasn't going to start him. I needed I, And I needed a running back. I got Ryan Matthews, which is horrible compensation in retrospect. <laughs> um, I mean, to be fair, Ryan Matthews wasn't doing horrible that year, but is not nearly as good as um, uh, Cam Newton, but I, I had, there was no point in keeping Newton. Um, the the only risk was if yeah. Aaron Rodgers got hurt, but um, last pick in the draft. And every year I typically look, if I have the, the last pick in the draft or close to the last pick, because I usually take a kicker a little early, I look for that guy that I'm like, let's see if he'll do that and, and try to grab someone that might go for 30 touchdowns or something like that at quarterback position or something like that. Oh, so you're the early kicker drafter. Yeah, yeah. I, I took I took Kostowski in the eighth round once. Um, he went. Uh, the, there was <laughs> yeah. there was one year where he went for like he went double digit points every single week. Um, and the next year I took him in the eighth yeah. round, expecting the same thing, and he didn't do it again. But um, <laughs> I I'm usually taking taking my kicker in like the thirteenth round, somewhere around there. Right. Yeah, you also last year you took the Patriots, I think, in the not in the eighth round or something like that, because you had your full team picked down. I was like, damn it, like I really wanted the them. Cause I was sitting there and I was like, once this comes back to me at nine, I'm taking, I'm taking the Pats defense. And you picked him just before me. And I was like, Oh my God. That was uh, a lot great of, pick. Cause they carried a lot of people weeks. gave me, a lot of people gave me crap for that pick on, on draft day. Uh, and for the first like nine, what eight, nine, 10 weeks of the season, they were, yeah. I mean, there was multiple weeks where they put up 40 in our league, which is a, a yeah. lot for, for our defenses. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And the I the funny thing is I wanted the Bears defense because um, I had them the year before when I went when I uh, <laughs> when I got the crown uh, but Rulon snagged them like three picks before me. Um, yeah. My benefit they didn't do as well this year and the Patriots did 
Um, but you can yeah. blame Rulon for you not getting the Patriots defense, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just crazy watching those Patriots games, and I was just like, man, they're putting up 35 points, but they're getting a punt return. They're getting a pick six. They're getting turnovers, sacks, everything. Yep. You name it, they got it. And I was just sitting there like, man, that was such a great pick. I think they – I mean, they were – Scoring higher than some wide receivers. Um, it, the Patriots defense and McCaffrey at one point were like the top two scorers in the league through like the first yeah. eight or so weeks of the season. And I had both of them and I still didn't freaking. <laughs> <get them>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, at least you have one. You jerk. Yeah. Uh, Hey, it's my only one. I I've been in, I've been playing fantasy football since my sophomore, junior year in high school. Uh, um, so Dang. I've done, I think I've taken one year, one year off since then. So, so what is that? Uh, like 12 years, uh, and probably twice as many leagues yeah. and I have one championship. <laughs> it ain't easy. Yeah. No, I, have, uh, I think I have, I have two or I think I have like two third places and two second place finishes in my, my career. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of uh, the past two years in my other league. I finished second twice, partially due to injuries and teams clinching playoffs. And mm-hmm. I had Dalvin Cook and Maury Cooper last year, and they both went out at like the worst time. And then the year before, I had Todd Gurley right before he went out. And mm-hmm. I was just like, this is good. <laughs> this is wild. But this hey, is, anything this can is happen. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, um, Todd Gurley, but, uh, actually, uh, his, what, two years ago, his, his, he basically should have been MVP season. Um, he, yeah. he actually, uh, sent kind of cost me money, even though I won the championship that year. Um, cause <laughs> I, I, uh, renegotiated the pool with Mondo, um, for the, for the championship game because Gurley was going to be out. Uh, and I wasn't, I wasn't as confident uh, going into that game. Yeah. Uh, so I renegotiated yeah. as a just in case. And I, I still ended, I think I put up 170, which is a lot for, for our league, yeah. even, with, even oh, without yeah. him. So he he, caught, he ended up costing me like yeah. hundred bucks uh, being out that game. <laughs> no disrespect, girly. Ooh. Take care of yourself. Nope. Speaking of it's Mondo, does in Atlanta. I don't think we've done a proper uh, send off or you know. A, now he basically just loving goodbye. Do you, have, do, you have, do you have taps for him? Place he just like Irish goodbye. Yeah. yeah are, are we doing that? Uh, is this audible? <laughs> is this what you do now? What's, what are you we doing? Miss you, Mondo. We love tap- you. I don't know. <laughs> tapping. That's, 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 I think that's what you, Daddy said. Wait, do you know what yeah, Taps is? Yeah, it's the... Do you know what Taps is? It's the military funeral song. Oh, that Taps. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like, like jazz band. <laughs> I thought we were doing jazz Taps. I think they also... I don't even know what Taps is called. I think they also play it when they're lowering the flag, so it's not... I don't think it's technically just a... Uh, Rod will yell at me if I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, I, th- I believe that who the man who's replacing <laughs> Mondo, Mr. Rod, who we will get on this show eventually. So we played uh we played Call of Duty Warzone with him the other day, almost a sponsor, working on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, he was he played with us, and that was the first time I'd ever spoken to him. And uh, Matt was like. So you you gotta you gotta get on the pod, dude. I was like, oh yeah, man, we gotta get you on. And he was like, what are you guys uh, talking about? I'm like, what, what do you mean? You're in the you're in the group chat, right? He's like, oh, I, I 
that's been muted ever since I joined. I'm only turning it on after the draft. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> start a podcast for our league that you're in. So that was funny. Yeah, I mean, even if you have it muted. With, so, all right. Uh, Go ahead, Daddy. You can get better. No, you're good. Um, so I was going to say, so when, when we first started the chat, I had it straight up muted. No notifications, no vibrations, nothing. Because um, it got mm-hmm. out of hand a few times. Um, and it's the only being, way to at, being at being at work and having a buzz on my desk nonstop each day was I, I wasn't getting work done. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I finally figured out how to have it just do the notification dot on my phone. I still don't get any vibrations or stuff, but so sometimes I'll see it like three hours later after a whole chain's gone through. Um, but I mean, even if you have everything off, you got to check it every now and again just to make sure. Yeah, you just, yeah. even when you just in your messages, they'll see that there's a number there. Like yeah. you have ten unread. <laughs> it's right there. That's, that's how that I, like, I mean, so happening. I, I get it sometimes. Like, hey, there's four hundred texts that you missed. You're not going to read all of them, but skim the skim the thing. <laughs> when I when I get it that high, I it's like I'm reading history. I go into the archives right? <laughs> and I just uh, just follow up on the on the news for the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous of Rob, though, because he gets Lamar Jackson, who he's probably going to keep from Mondo's team. So. <laughs> I don't remember what. Yeah, that's, luckily, he's going he's, he's to get him at a late round, too, probably. Uh, I think it was the seventh did. round. I think it was like the seventh round he picked him. Yeah. And I wanted I, to get him, too, but I think I picked somebody else instead. Uh, I, I, think, I, I picked Carson Wentz instead. Yeah, I, I should have taken picked, Lamar uh, Jackson. Jackson 8. <laughs> Yeah. That was one pick I should have done. <laughs> one pick, all we we all should have done. He would he would have been, even in our yeah. league he would have, he should have been a point wise he would have been like a a second round pick and just in regards to value point wise he obviously was tops near tops in the league if not tops um but just uh, value wise in terms of the uh, next step down. Yeah, the man had twelve hundred rushing year. yards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he it's um, ridiculous. I wonder how many how many players had over a thousand total. Last year, I wonder. Rushing? Yeah. Uh, probably a lot. I mean, that's a that's a pretty easy milestone nowadays. Yeah, um, I'll check that out. Same thing. Yeah, uh, Daddy said he's gonna be the stats guy, so <laughs> he's got to be on that. We <laughs> could uh, we could just get our producer to look that up right now. Producer Nick, I know you're listening. Message me the stats, please, or message Daddy the stats. What are you looking for? I, I, Who's stats? There he is. <laughs> I'm I'm already ahead of you guys. Yeah, it's uh Derek Henry was number one with 1,540. Nick Chubb was 1,494. Christian McCaffrey 1,387. Ezekiel Elliott 1,357. Uh, Chris Carson uh, 1,230. Lamar Jackson was sixth with uh 1,206. So there was uh there was only 16 players uh so. Uh, excluding Jackson, and I don't think there's any teams in here that had doubled up uh, team uh, like multiple right. running backs on one team wise. There's only 15 teams that had a thousand yard rusher, uh, a thousand yard yeah, running back rusher. Oh well, no, there's 32 teams. Yeah, yeah, so Ingram it's just just, too, just so. under half. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, so yeah. many so many teams nowadays have running back committees, so I guess that's not. Terribly shocking. Oh yeah, actually, you're, yeah. you're right. Uh, you're right, Daddy. Ingram had over a thousand. So fourteen teams, uh, excluding Baltimore, had had thousand yard rushers, mm. including That's my boy Marlon Mack. Yeah, Mack truck. 
You gave me so much crap for the amount of Colts I drafted. <laughs> you deserved me so, honestly. If I drafted three Jets, I would hope people heap shit on to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, um, so, speaking of uh, Marlon Mack, I wanted to ask, who is your favorite team, and why are they your favorite team? Um, so, obvi- uh, led in by the segue, uh, Colts are my uh, my personal <laughs> favorite team. Um, I hit on one of my three players that I drafted uh, drafted last year with them, uh, and they are my favorite team. So my uh, my immediate family, parents, siblings. I only have two sisters. Uh, do not watch football. Um, so I don't I don't have the the immediate like oh, I'm just gonna root for who my my father rooted for, or my mother rooted for, or whatever. Um, there's only two people in my family that I spoke to regularly that uh, rooted for football. One is my grandfather, uh, who's a Giants fan. And I did not want to be a Giants fan. Uh, just everybody around is a Giants fan. It seemed too too easy. Uh, and my uncle, uh, my grandfather's uh, son, same side, uh, was a Colts fan. I still don't know why, um, but he was a Colts fan. He was my favorite <laughs> uncle, so I decided I was going to be a Colts fan. And this was in 2005, um, right after the postseason, that I really started paying attention to football. So it was right after they lost in the AFC Championship game to the, the Steelers. Uh, okay. Which, yep. Uh, and then very next year, first year being a, a true Colts fan, they won the Super Bowl, and I, I've only seen them Damn get back it. once, and I haven't seen them actually win it since. So I was, I was, a, I was <laughs> a fan their first yeah. year, and people called me a bandwagoner, but I was in one, I was in <laughs> six months early. <laughs> so you yeah. caught the Marvin yep. Harrison uh, uh, time, right? Uh, uh, the tail end of it. Um, I think I think uh, he retired end. after like '08. If I'm remembering correctly, okay. yeah, um, Reggie Wayne. Uh, Reggie, uh, so my two favorite Colts. Uh, Matt knows this. Uh, Glicky probably knows this as well. Uh, Bob Sanders is my favorite Colt because um, yep. he was five six and damn did he hit hard. Um, even though he only <laughs> he, he never he played a single full hurt, season. Yeah, he got hurt he got every hurt single lot, season man, of his he career. Was so good. Uh, his only damn, close to so his only close to full season uh, was the year after they won the Super Bowl. Uh, he played 15 games and won Defensive Player of the Year uh, in the AFC over Jason Taylor. Um, and then next favorite that. Colt after that was Reggie Wayne. Ooh. Damn, no Marvin Two Harrison. Great. Two great Colts. Mm. I thought you were um, going to say uh, Dallas Clark. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Dallas Clark. He was one of my favorite. <laughs> Clark was Clark was good. No, definite, definite respect for to Harrison and Clark. Uh, uh, but the, uh, Harrison was, was very consistent, but he was never he was never flashy. I just have so many memories of Wayne making these catches that were just like physics defying on the sideline, mm. dragging both toes, sticking right into his hands, like one handed catch. It was just um, the, the biggest one that sticks out to me. I just uh, I rewatched it on YouTube recently was the 06 champion AFC championship against the Patriots when he caught a ball running over the middle. Um, that led to the final game-winning score, and the ball popped out of his hands and like floated in the air for a half a second, and then just fell right <laughs> back to him and grabbed it. Ah, <sighs> oh, it's a great memory. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's great. I mean, personally, I don't understand the disrespect to Edger and James. Probably oh. the greatest first name in football, right? Besides <laughs> to break a shot, Another of course. Great name. I, I'm just yeah, got. Hey, James is a Hall of Famer now. That's that's all that matters. Oh, he got in. Yeah, he got in. Uh, he uh, he got elected oh, in the nice. most recent most recent one. Um, he uh, he uh, I think on Instagram posted uh, that uh, because they postponed it, 
with everything going on, um, that him mm. and Peyton will actually go in the same year. Um, even though technically he was oh, voted awesome. in one year early. Yeah. Cause Peyton's up next that's year. That's awesome. He was that's great. With the, the worst thing about Edron James, uh, he went to the Cardinals the year before the Colts won the Super Bowl. He did not get a. He did not actually win the Super. Bowl. I'm pretty sure they gave him a ring. I'm pretty sure they gave him a ring, but he did not actually win the Super Bowl with the Colts. That would be so shitty uh, to like to right? still get that ring. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Yeah, I, oh, I don't know. If, I don't know. I'd, so I'd, I'd, I'd probably be. That would probably be the ring that you'd find in the pawn shop. Because what's what's it, what's it <laughs> yeah. mean? What's it mean to you at that point? Yeah, obviously incredibly grateful for the the consideration, oh, yeah. but. I, don't I mean, know how you accept that. It's the right, it's the right move by the Colts, but as a as a competitive yeah. player, what do you, how do you take that? Damn. Oh yeah. So I I said my favorite question for last um, this time. Who, Brendamit, is your league rival and why? Um. So uh, I feel bad because so I just listened to the the uh, the past two episodes. Uh, I think yesterday. Um, to make sure I was caught up, uh, and Rulon gave the nice, same thank answer. Thank you for listening. Of course, um, Rulon gave the same answer of Connor, uh, and it's one hundred <laughs> for me. I actually have a reason other than just enjoying beating Connor, and it's because I actually <laughs> can't beat Connor. Um, ah. for I don't know why. Every single time I play him, I'm, I mean, I'm sure I've actually beaten him a couple times. I've lost track at this point. Um, but this all stems back to uh, back in college. Uh, I was playing Connor. I had the lead. I'm pretty sure this is going into Monday Night Football, and he had Darren McFadden left, and that was it. And Darren McFadden. Oh, this is the McFadden story. Let's this go. Is the McFadden story. <laughs> so I, I, there's, there's, there's two pe- there's two pieces to this, and I don't remember. It's too long ago that I don't remember which happened first. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it happened that, uh, I don't remember how many points he was down by, but it was, it was enough that I was semi comfortable, but not confident. Um, but McFadden ended up getting to a point where he didn't have enough yards, but he ended up, uh, secondly, he scored a touchdown, which is what I think was the final clincher, if I'm remembering correctly. But before that, he threw a two-point conversion. As the running back, (laughs) he threw the damn two-point conversion. And if I'm remembering correctly, I lost by less than two points, and if I'm not mistaken, less than one point. So that two-point conversion pass was the deciding factor. And ever since then, oh I think God. I have, like, at best, a 20% win chance against Connor. Um, uh, my two years ago when I won the championship, I'm pretty sure I only lost one game in the regular season, if, uh, and it was against Connor. Uh, yeah. This most recent year, my first, I'm, I think it was my first game of the year, was against Connor. I lost. It's just every year, every <laughs> single time. So 100% him. Every number. time, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and brutal. Awesome and very brutal. Yeah. Very brutal. I write That's that game a, off yeah. every year. <laughs> <laughs> Just chalk oh, up a nail. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you got any uh, more questions for him, Daddy? Uh, does he have any questions for us? Right. Yeah. Very important. So, uh, what's what's your uh, what's both of your draft strategies strategies this year? We got we got lasts and first coming in. What what are you guys planning on doing? Yeah, Start I'm gonna go first, first. Daddy, as a, as reigning champion. You're starting with me. I, I, yeah. I, well, I'll go for uh, well, best for last, right? Yeah, best for last. Right. I guess that makes sense. Sure, sure. I'll go first. <laughs> I guess I should go first because it is first to last. So I guess I should. That go is first. true. Got to stay on brand. Well. 
right. Just stay on brand. Yeah, all right, I'll get one first then. All right, well, I'm going to be keeping – well, I actually wrote into the footballers to see if I should keep uh, Miles Sanders or Kenyon Drake. So I'm going to see what they have to say about that. But right now I'm leaning towards, I think, Kenyon Drake. I think that offense is explosive, and I don't think he'll have any problems. But I don't know. I still have a lot of time. But I'm going to be going probably running backs early for sure. Mm. And then, When you get Drake – uh, Drake, I picked up from free agency, so it's well, his think... uh, ADP minus uh, two, right? Uh, yeah, minus, plus two. minus two, so... plus two, yeah, minus yeah. two, minus two. Yeah. Um, but Drake was the one who did the, <laughs> yeah. who did the most damage in in the playoffs, right? Yeah, he scored Didn't four he have, touchdowns like... that last yeah. week against you. Yeah, oh, he scored four touchdowns that week. I think Miles Sanders had three touchdowns. He had two rushing and a receiving one. Uh, Drake ADP Washington. is uh, actually, I won't read your producer notes. No, no, that's, that was for you. Go for it. Uh, so, producer uh, yeah. Nick, this is why we pay him all the all the monies. Uh, he just came in and said his current ADP is at three point nine. So three point so, nine. So what? So you get him round. as a fifth. Fifth, fifth? round. Yeah. Fifth round. That's pretty yeah. damn so good. I'll for keep, pretty yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll keep that. Yeah. Thanks, so, producer Nick. Spot thank on. You, Nick. Well, not Nick, right? Thank you. Right. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, um, and then depending on what ha- – well, since I have the last pick, depending on who goes, again, I'm like you, Brendan, where I like to see how the draft – you can sit there and do all the mock drafts you want, but until that draft comes – I mean, people pick stuff like that you didn't see coming and you didn't know that somebody mm-hmm. was going to be there, and it completely changes your draft, and you can go in different directions, which is what I love about it. But I don't know. Maybe I'll go tight end after that. Maybe I'll snag a tight end at the end of the first round. Is that'll be ahead of everyone, and I don't think uh, Kelsey or Ertz or Waller or anybody ah, will, or um, Kittle will be there by the time it comes back to me in the third round. Yeah, probably not. Kelsey and Kittle so, will almost guaranteed be gone. Yeah, uh, before the so before the bottom of the third. Oh yeah, yeah. I got to see where the value is with everybody mm-hmm. else because if everybody picks running backs, <laughs> picks nine running backs first, then I'm sitting there looking woof. Yep. So you're going to have to see how it plays out. Last year, I picked Devontae Adams first round. And he worked out, but after that, uh, Josh Jacobs and David Montgomery did not pan out like I wanted them to. Yeah. <laughs> but trading David Montgomery away for uh, Stefan Diggs did come and help me in the championship. So thank you, Bree. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That that and got Connor universal that got universal <laughs> trade approval too from the league. I don't think anybody voted yeah. no to that. <laughs> I was just tired of David Montgomery. He was not doing anything and watching a Bears offense. I was like, I just have no confidence starting this guy. I just yeah. couldn't do it. Bree like but. never trades either. At least as long as I've been in the league, I don't think I've ever yeah. seen her <laughs> trade besides that one. So congratulations oh, yeah, on dude, getting that. Maybe that's the key done. to next year to winning is whoever is the one person to trade with Bree, <laughs> you will win. Uh, my my only She's my like only the... thought on Bree is my disappointment that she didn't beat Alex his year that he won. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're all we're all disappointed at that yeah. one, even though it never happened because He's Alex never won. Oh, right, won. Yeah. right. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Don't know what I'm talking about. That dream so, that you had where you thought Alex won. It was a fever dream, a nightmare. <laughs> nightmare. Uh, yeah. so, so my draft strategy. Uh, it's pretty much similar to Daddy's. I mean, last year was such a wake-up call. I was so excited to do keepers, and then you get to the draft day and you see the draft board, and so many players are just gone at the start, and you're like, "Holy shit! Who the hell am I drafting first round?" 
I, I was lucky last year. I got Dalvin Cook in the first. He was still there. Um, but then it's like a barren wasteland by round two. Um, so it, your traditional strategies are just out the window, it seems like. You, you've really got to adapt uh, hard. Um, but yeah, like if there's – who knows? If well, – I'm, I'm going to be the first pick, obviously, I'm some sacco. So there's no way I'm getting one of the juicy tight ends. That's a that's a quote. That's going to be a meme, guys. Juicy tight ends. So I, I don't know. It, I like to go running backs because they're so damn fragile and you want consistency at that position. And there's so many good wide receivers um, that you can get in the later – in like the middle rounds. So pretty much echoing uh, that sentiment there. Um, yeah, it's been, I just it's hope been a long time since, uh, since a wide receiver has been like good enough to warrant going over the best running back. I don't, I don't even remember yeah. the last time that's happened. Uh, I'll be <laughs> actually, OBJ, actually, right? <laughs> I was uh, Antonio Brown a couple years ago. Antonio Brown was uh, uh Antonio and Julio like three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I remember because I got Todd Gurley in my one draft because they one kid picked Le'Veon Bell first. I had the third pick, and the kid picked Antonio Brown. And I was like, well, I'm taking uh, Todd Gurley then. That's when he went off that year. So. Yep. Fucking Gurley, man. <laughs> but, yeah, nobody – I genuinely hope he does well in Atlanta. Rare. So do I. I hope, I hope the best for him. Yeah. Definitely. Damn degenerative knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that goes. <sighs> well – all right. Um, I think that's gonna do it for this for the interview. Do you want to stay on for the mailbag? I'll hang around. I probably won't uh, ping in unless you guys uh, invite me. But I want to hear some of you this go- stuff. You can giggle if you want. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you, Brendamit, for the wonderful interview. That was fantastic. Uh, I hope. I destroy you this this year in the league as long as uh, as well as everyone else. Uh, so we're gonna kick it off now with our very first mailbag segment. We got some emails to the uh, to the email address, obviously, which you can email your questions at first to last pod at gmail dot com. Anyway, let's kick it right off. So we have a question in from Alex Martinelli. I think he's a league mate. He writes, hey guys, love the pod. Daddy sounds cute. My question is, if I were to start a work league, can I also be the commissioner? Lol, you are so smart. Thanks, babes. All right, that's a, that's a loaded question there, uh, Mr. Alex Martinelli. Um, unchanged, too. That was just exactly how you wrote it into the, into the podcast. Uh, so my personal view on this, yes. I think if you start a work league, you can absolutely be the commissioner as well. I did it at my work league. It wasn't a problem, except one time uh, I was going up against uh, my weekly matchup and I noticed that they hadn't set their lineup and I was stuck between doing the right thing as the commissioner and trying to make the playoffs. And it was one of those terrible situations that you never want to be in. And I did the right thing, and I told her to start her <laughs> lineup. And it wasn't even her. Her freaking cousin set her lineup for her. She beats me, and I don't make the playoffs. Literally because of that. Because the next week, I destroyed my opponent, and I would have made it in. Uh, so that's my personal view on that on that particular question. I don't know how you, you feel about it, Daddy. 
Oh, yeah. I think you could definitely do that. I just hate collecting money from people. That's mm. honestly one of the worst things to go. And it's weird when you have to ask somebody, like, hey, dude, it's been X amount of months. Like, can you please pay me? It's <laughs> it's hard to get yeah. after that money. But, yeah, you can also be the if, – if you want to start a work league, you can definitely be the commissioner. Just make yeah. sure that everything is clear and all the rules are there because my right. one friend right before the draft we had – was like, oh, by the way, quarterback touchdowns are now six points instead of four. And people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> when the hell is this? So, um, yeah, so everybody was freaking out because, like, well, I already had my draft set up and everybody was fuming and it was just really weird. And the draft started yeah. off on a bad night. But yeah, just make sure it's open. And if you want to tell people, I wouldn't remind anybody to set their lineup, to be honest. That's on you. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> That's my, yeah. that would be me as a commissioner. I regret so, it every day. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, if you, but if you were telling everybody else and you kept it consistent, then yeah, I would have, I would have said, Hey, set your lineup if I did it for everybody else. But yeah. That was a problem. Right? I wasn't monitoring every, you know, every matchup. Yeah. It's just, I happen to notice she hadn't said it yet, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's all good. All right. Next all question. Right. All right. Next question. Well, it isn't a question, but we got a very, very lengthy email from I love dude 69. But uh, yeah, just want to give you a shout out. It was uh, very, very long, but it was a wonderful congratulatory email. And uh, we read every word and it was it was awesome. Thank you. Shout out. Every stitch of that email we read and ingested. It was and I delightful. loved everything. Yes. yes, it was great. So thank you. I love dude 69. Yes. Big fan of the show, by the way. So uh, we got our next question in from Scott Price, Jr. He asks, can you think of an any worse way for 2020 to end if Alex wins the league for the first time? That is a very, very difficult question to answer, Scott Price Jr. Uh, any worse way for the year to end? Uh, man, I, I got to tell you, w- between the you know what's going on with the country right now and, and the virus, if Alex had won in the beginning of the year, I think that might still be the worst thing that's ever happened this year. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I, I don't even want to think about it. I don't, I don't want to think about Alex winning. Don't want to think about it. Uh, so I'm not even going to answer it. So daddy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this to you. uh, well, I can't think of a worse way, honestly, <laughs> but, but it's not going to happen because I'm going to win again. So it's also not going to happen it's because okay. I'm going to get my first done. <laughs> and, uh, he won't win because he can't win because he's never won. <laughs> so there's, there's, them's the rules. Them's the rules. Uh, speaking of which, I'm taking another man. I'm really uh, stepping over my host bounds here. I'm going to take another uh, point of privilege here. Um, I need, uh, I need your help, uh, podcast listeners, league mates, uh, world at large. Um, Alex has zeroed in on keeping uh, AJ Brown as as his keeper this year, and that's really unfortunate because I wanted to scoop him up for the gigantic value that he's going to represent in the draft. So what I need you all to do is to fire up your mock drafts and keep just, just draft AJ Brown round one. Um, let's, let's get that ADP up guys. Let's, let's spam. Let's it. really screw Alex on this one. <laughs> if we can get him to a second round ADP, that'd be fantastic. Uh, just really minimize the value uh, of his keeper. Uh, so that's, that's my request from the bottom of my heart. Please help me screw Alex over this upcoming season. Uh, thank you very much. Much obliged. Back to you, Daddy. <laughs> okay. 
Well, here's the <laughs> last question we've got from the mailbag. It's a question from Tyler Bakley. It says, hi, guys. First-time caller, long-time listener. Last season, I scored the most points in my work league and still missed the playoffs. The game I needed to win, CMC had the lowest scoring total of his season, and I cried so hard that I pooped myself <laughs> and yelled at my coat closet for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't read that before. I gotta start that shit. <laughs> no more. Alright, give him some so time nice. to breathe, guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, oh man, I was not expecting. I should have read that before. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> so then, the last part it says, "What was the most uh, disappointing performance you can remember from last season?" Uh, and then another question is, who do you think is the dark horse to win the championship in. this year? And why Please is it do. Kyle Rulon? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen, Bakley. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bakley, was, uh, I'm sorry that you pooped yourself. I hope that you had a clean change of underwear. <laughs> I hope your coat closet was able to console you. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and uh, what was the most disappointing performance I can remember last season? I mean, I think it was just really one whole one, and it was Juju Smith-Schuster for me. Mm. Um, I mean, I had high hopes seeing what he did with with Big Ben the year before, and I was like, all right, here we go. And week two, Big Ben got shaken up. I think it was his ribs. And then right after that, I believe he tore tore his uh, UCL. Um, And he had to get surgery, and he was out and watching Mason Rudolph and – Duck Hodges just checked down and just checked down uh, the whole time was just brutal. And I was, I know Juju Smith Schuster is a better player than that. And uh, yeah, that was one bad one. And David Montgomery, those were kind of too intertwined because David Montgomery, everybody was hyping up in the preseason. I fell into the hype too. I thought he was Mm going to be really good. I thought that he was going to get the starting role, but that Chicago offense just looked atrocious and, they really could not move the ball, and they tried really everything, and Trubisky got hurt, and it was just a mess. So really having both of those guys were really just terrible performances all year and didn't get anything out of them. Did not help my team. If I recall correctly, Trubisky getting hurt was actually a net positive for the Bears. Freaking Chase yeah, Daniels yeah, and Robinson. got yeah. some things done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did, <laughs> which is kind of uh, crazy. So- I can't, I honestly can't remember. Last year was such a freaking blur. Uh, nothing stands out. I would say Pat Mahomes not doing as unbelievable as he could have done um, as he did the season prior would be. But I don't, you know, he was injured, so I'm not going to put that on him. But what I do remember uh, a couple years ago, maybe three, uh, the year, again, I made the playoffs and it was looking really solid. And Alvin Kamara injures himself in the first drive of his uh, of the game, which is the first round of, of, of the playoffs. Um, yeah, he still got four points on drive. <laughs> uh, so yep. I, I didn't have him for the rest of the game as, uh, as injuries go. So that was definitely my most disappointing moment in fantasy, probably as a whole, because I was, uh, I had a pretty solid squad that year. Um, Anchored by Kamara. That sucked. Uh, so that's definitely mine. Um, man, who's going to be the dark horse and why is it Rulon? Um, 
Why is it Rulon? Uh, I could take that if you want to. If yeah, you want to please. think about your answer. That's a, that's right. a well, difficult one. I think that the dark horse is Rulon because, <laughs> I mean, think about it. This kid always draft. Yahoo ranks him, I think, the number one draft class every single year, and it shows he goes 12 and 2, 10 and 3, you know, all those great records, but then. He the he's only won one playoff game ever. Every other time he gets knocked out. Last year he had a bye, lost to me. The year before that, I think he lost in the first round too. He just keeps getting the worst luck, and eventually the dam's gonna break and he'll win. But yeah, it's a dark horse. I think he has a good chance. <laughs> but <sighs> baby fate's not on his side this year. Who knows? I think Rulon is our dark horse. Oh yeah, seriously. Um, I think he's our dark horse this year because I think he's going to have a terrible season, squeak through, and then win it all. He's gonna re- It's going to be a role reversal. Uh, except I'm going to be the wins. one that wins, so sorry, Rulon. It's not your <laughs> <laughs> Boom, Shyamalan twist. With <laughs> 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 the twist. Um, and I, just, a, just another shout-out to Bakley here. Bless your, bless your heart for thinking that we actually have the – ability to do this live uh and that you can hang up an email number one and uh number two that it would be happening you know it would be answered right after you sent that email uh so gotta love you man um yeah that's uh that's all our mailbag questions for today uh i think that's gonna do it unless you got something else daddy nope i'm good i'm good to go All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the First to Last podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at FTLP0D for updates. As always, I'm Cookie. I'm Daddy. And we'll see you next time. Bad mother.